Welcome to my show where we talk about love, where we allow ourselves joy and compassion, where we are open to our authenticity, where speaking our truth is our birthright and we claim our abundance, our prosperity. Welcome here to this space where I share my love for healing, my love for connecting with women on a soul level, because I believe that we all have a purpose on this planet, and I am here to help you awaken that aspect of yourself. I am here to help you claim your inner power of safety and trust and creativity and confidence and love and healing and speaking your truth and intuition and connecting with those around you. Here and now is this space that I have created to join women together. I love you and I'm so grateful for you. May we lead with love and light, joy and compassion, my beautiful soul sisters. Let's just do that together. Take a big breath into your heart center. Allow your shoulders to soften away from your ears and let it go. Let's do that together three more times. Breathe that breath in. Draw your shoulders up to your ears and let yourself... Two more. Really let yourself let go this time. Last one, make it count. Isn't it so interesting that we actually have the power to help ourselves let go and relax, yet we hold on? I find this for myself to be so true, and I know for so many of us. And know that breath is always with you, it's something that is so kind and caring and selfless that we don't even have to ask for that breath just is like when is the last time except for a few seconds ago that you had to ask for a breath to come in you didn't it just freaking came today I hold space I hold space for this sacred power of breath and I'm here in my recording studio aka my closet my kids, my boys are home from school. I'm a day late because life happened. And it's been one of those weeks, even though my boys have been in school and Junie is homeschooling, that it's like so encumbering by my children. I feel like sometimes I can't like catch a breath. <laughs> and it was interesting because this week was supposed to be the fourth high Soul Sisters Collective women's circle and two of our members got sick and it, we didn't have members sign up and it just kind of it just didn't it didn't organically flow how the last groups did the, the last groups just like everything fell into line and this group was like no 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 so we're postponing we're going to do this beautiful moon magic circle that's going to be november 5th a saturday and i'm really excited because we're going to be renting out the meditation room at my teacher training, Omananda Yoga, downtown Fort Collins. 
and we're going to be renting out this secret little space. It's really cozy and quaint. It's only 250 square feet, but it's like a space that isn't our homes that's going to be magical, that already has this really good energy that we don't have to worry about our kids or our husbands or our dogs or the neighbors, even though it is downtown Fort Collins and you can still hear all the things, but it's really exciting because it just feels like a more like official space. So just knowing that in life, even when we plan things and we have like we have these big ideas to do things that the universe has alternate plans for us and we have to listen to that because when we're pushing so, so hard and grinding, 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 and life is pushing back at us, that's a sign. So maybe in your life, maybe there's something that you've been just like trying, 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 but nothing has came to fruition. Maybe it's time to just pause, to just freaking be. I can already feel this like innate part of me because it's getting all cold and it's fall but we've had some freeze frost up here in Estes Park in the mountains the other morning when I was taking the boys to school amidst the bugling of the elks and every time we go to school it's like this barcade of a male elk with his ladies and he's like and he's in the road with his steamy butt and his giant antlers letting all the ladies through and there's like several different herds all around town but as we're driving it's like frosty and icy like you have to start your car and actually chisel the ice off of the freaking the windshield and then up here in the mountains elk eat all of the trees so most people have like hog wire or chicken wire usually it's like a nicer hog wire around the trees and you could see the ice that had like melted and dripped and it was almost like it reminds me of that movie Narnia if you've seen it with Aslan the magical lion and the four children but it was oh, this cold weather is already I already can feel it inside of me that my internal rhythm is like yeah it's time to retreat but I have to like still take my kids to school my boys to school and it's so it's so weird and I'm just I'm surrendering and the kids are out there like I said they're carving pumpkins and the school gave each kid a freaking pumpkin it was really funny because three days ago I went and bought all the pumpkins I bought three pumpkins and they were sitting on the stairs ready for the kids to carve and then each of the boys Milo and Jack and all of the kids from school yesterday walk out with a giant pumpkin the school gave everyone a pumpkin, which I thought was so sweet. Like, and yesterday was beautiful. It was a beautiful day. It was a beautiful fall freaking day. And I'm just honoring myself. And part of me is like mourning this like loss of being with my boys all the time. But I'm also so grateful that I have this one-on-one -on -one time with Junie because she needs it. Like she really needs me to, to be with her one-on-one -on -one and, I've been kind of like pausing my, my work stuff and I was all gung-ho on making a website, which I still am. I had to like dig out my planner because I really have been just being so present in my life with my family and my house and I've really been like focusing on keeping my house like clean and organized because as we know, when we keep our house clean and organized, it helps keep our mind clean and organized and I feel like my mind has been like, Ah, 
It's been all over the place. And so if you listen to last week's episode, I shared, was that last week? I think it was the spooky house episode. Yes, that was. Okay. So I did this house clearing. Well, I held space for this dear friend and she was clearing the energy of this pretty creepy, like haunted house pretty much that I don't even like to say the word haunted house. It was just like, it had creepy, like negative 10 low vibration entities in the house, which is a creepy haunted house, I guess, in the physical realm. And we, we were clearing the, the space of this house and I had this thought like, this would be great. I could clear the energy of people's houses for them. And I just like, I thought of it and I like put it out into the universe. And I didn't think much of it. Well, long story short, the universe provided and came around and two, was it two days ago, three days ago, my sister Amy calls me and she works for this realtor company downtown Fort Collins and they have all of these properties. They do property management and they sell properties and there's this one house in particular that they are calling it the hoarder house and it is a house downtown Fort Collins that a woman died in and apparently her husband had died in the house before she did and it was legitimate a hoarder house my sister said the first time she went to the house she couldn't even go inside of it It was like really yucky like she said the only thing that wasn't filled with stuff was the couch and I mean it's a pretty small house like it's a you walk in and there's a living room that's like old and then off to the left is a little old kind of like creepy vibe bathroom and two bedrooms but they're very very small and then you come back out and then there's a kitchen that's just really old and beat up. Like it has had some use. And apparently this whole house was just filled with stuff. And there was trash and mouse poop everywhere. And then there's a basement. And it's interesting because the creepy house that I slept in, in this house, it's like the actual physical structure of the house is creepy and wonky. Like you go in the bathroom and it's like the countertop is offset and then you walk down the hallway and it feels like you're in a fun house and then you walk in the kitchen it's like this just doesn't seem right like the energy of the house was way off so I was hired to come and do an energy clearing on this home and and then I actually got hired to do an energy clearing on another home that was like a flip it was like a flip house and it's totally near the CSU campus, probably like eight minutes away, but in a total college area with like the back of the house backs up to a total boy, like not frat house, but boys who have like a punching dummy with like beer paraphernalia and like jerseys hanging up and it just, you can just feel it's like, oh, it's like the party vibe, but it's like a really nice house that this second house that they remodeled and beautiful trees. And so yesterday was... My boys were at school, and Junie was going to go to Options. That's her homeschool enrichment, but she was having this, like, emotional day. It was like, ah, I can't even describe it. She was, like, manic. She was, like, all excited, and then she would be crying, and she had this, she's had this very stuffy nose. I can tell she's getting, like, a sinus infection, and it was just a bad morning. <laughs> it was, like... It's like a really bad morning. I feel like I've been having a lot of really rough mornings. Have you been noticing that with you? Like, that I'm like, what is freaking going on here? 
Oh, and Rex even helped. He took the boys to school and Junie just like off and on, like she's been in this habit of wanting to take a bath every night and a shower every morning because it feels really good. Well, she didn't take a shower yesterday morning and I knew, I was like, oh, I don't think she's feeling that well. And then we like get out to the car and she's like crying and screaming that she doesn't feel good and that she wants to go to options and she doesn't want. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm making the executive mom decision and we're just going inside. We're going in the house. And so you would have thought I like murdered her because she was just screaming and freaking out. And then I was like, I can't do this with you. Like, stop it. Stop acting like this, Junie. Enough. This is enough. I'm like, you know what? Fine. I don't even care. If you want to go to school and feel like crap, you can, but I'm going down to the valley because I have two energy clearings to do on houses. So I'm not going to be able to pick you up from school. Like that was the whole thing. And then she's like, fine. And I get in the car and then she is just crying. And I, I get like two minutes down the road and she's just crying and crying. And I could just tell she's feeling like crap. And she's like having FOMO, like fear of missing out. She's like, I don't want my friend to... No, I don't want to not see her. I'm going to miss her. And she has this boy that she has like a little crush on. And I'm like, Junie, you have to take care of you before you take care of anyone else. And then I just, once again, I pull over the car and I'm like, I had a freak out and I think I said a cuss word. And then I felt, of course, bad immediately. I'm like, I'm acting like an, ah. like, I am not acting like my best self. Stop it, Shelly. And I'm like, you know what, Junie, I'm making the executive decision. You're not feeling well. This is my fault that I've let this go this way. I am going to teach you to be someone who can decide, can be decisive. Like, we can't be these people who are like, I want to do this. I don't want to do this. I want to go. I don't want to go. I want to go. I don't feel good. And it was just like this push and pull. And I felt like I was enabling her to not make a decisive thing, like a decisive decision. So I just was like, you know what, Junie? This is my fault. And I'm done here. I'm not going to let you do this anymore. This is ruining my morning. Like, this feels bad for both of us. And she was just like this emotional roller coaster wreck. And like after she calmed down, we had a great talk. Like I actually turned around and then she freaked out a little bit more. We got home and she always does this thing where she has to process for like 15 minutes and then she will come around and be like, I'm so sorry, mama. And it was actually really good. It went from this like horrible, yucky morning where I was like, what the happening today like ah, I don't know I'm in planetary alignment <gasps> excuse me I'm like choking in my own spit or the energy but <sighs> it was a rough morning but it also rounded out with such a beautiful growth of Junie and I and after all of that freak out it was this wonderful moment where I actually got to talk to her and she got to talk to me and it was like straight from our hearts and it wasn't our egos because that's where that whole other conversation was like straight from the ego. Like how many times do you notice in your conversations with your closest people, if it's your kids or your spouse or your parents or your friends, how much of it is actually led from your freaking heart, from your soul and how much of it is led from your ego? It's interesting because I asked that question and I immediately jumped to my relationship with my husband because we've been having, again, a lot of turmoil, again, it's like, fuck, I'm like, I can't shake this, but then we have wonderful moments, but I know so much of it is from the ego, like this morning, again, the house was like wacky, the kids are now like carving pumpkins, but before that, they were like arguing, and we didn't have the carving utensils, and 
Milo was wearing his dirty clothes, and Rex got the kids this Nintendo Switch that I didn't agree with, that I'm like reluctant on. The boys were playing Nintendo Switch at 8 o'clock in the morning, and then Rex was like, you guys are so stressful. All you do is stress me out in the morning before I have to head out of the house. And I was like, what the, f like, this is our life. This is our family. And I'm sorry if it's so hard for you. Like, I have to deal with this. And you can't go over my head at eight o'clock in the morning and tell the boys they can play the freaking Nintendo. Like, he knows, he knows, he freaking knows that I would not be okay with that. Like, the whole premise that I didn't want the boys to have a Nintendo is I wanted them to be creative. I wanted them to have their own thoughts. And first thing in the morning, that's like our most vulnerable, our most creative time. Like, that's when our minds are so malleable. Like, that's why it is so freaking important for us to take time to slow down and gather our thoughts, to gather our emotions, to feel what it's feeling like inside of our body. And so through all of this, like, array of, like, rah, I had to drop my car off. And this was interesting. I will head back to the energy clearing story. Yesterday, after the energy clearing of the hoarder house, the creepy vibe house, um, my car was, like, I was loading up. I had this big bag that had all of my supplies. Like, I did sage, selenite, palo santo, buffalo drum, uh, tuning forks and a singing bowl. I did all of those modalities. And I was loading in the back of the car and I heard this like truck. I thought it was a truck sputtering, but it was my freaking car. It was going, it's like, oh my God, what? I am attracting some weird energy. And I didn't even think my car was going to make it home to pick up the boys, but it did. But anyways, this morning I had to drop my car off at the auto shop. Luckily I had an appointment already. Of course, thank you universe, because my brakes have been squeaky. I've just been putting it off and I finally am getting my squeaky brakes fixed and they're going to check out my engine that I'm was very weird because guess what this morning I get in my car the check engine light is off and my car is sounding fine hmm was that one of those like weird energetic attachments or not but what I was getting at is we're having this like crappy morning I slept in this morning it's like all this yucky energy even though I woke up to be nice to Rex and I I drank my water and I made him his coffee for work because I knew he was going to take me to the car place and Louise Hay, of course, thank you, Louise Hay, she pops up on my phone. It's like this beautiful 30 minute morning meditation affirmations. It's more of just like this beautiful, oh, this beautiful recording of Louise Hay, just allowing us to be grateful for everything. So she starts out with saying like, the thoughts that we're thinking are what are going to guide us into our day and knowing that what we put out is what is going to come back to us. And no wonder my morning was such a sh cluster of shit <laughs> because I was putting that out and I was just getting annoyed and it was like the video game and the butter, butter. This is why there's so much yucky hate and turmoil in our society is because most of us start our days like this. We start our days like this. And then that energy just continues with us. And as I was listening to this beautiful Louise Hay this morning and her voice just like gives me goosebumps, I could just feel the shift. It was, it just like, she tells you to let go of any doubt or worry, any guilt or shame, let go of any fears or unease. And then she brings you to being grateful for your bed, which I am every morning. I am 
I do say that every morning, like subconsciously, that is something that Louise Hay taught me because I listened to this morning meditation that I'm sharing with you that I will share a link in the show notes if you want to hear it on YouTube. I listened to it off and on for like two months straight, just like I would plug it in every morning and I would actually set my alarm at like 530 and then I would just turn it on and then maybe lay in my bed and probably fall back asleep. <laughs> Thank you, Louise. It was interesting though, like I could feel that shift and I drop my car off and I get back in the truck with my husband and we're just having this weird like energy. So I'm just sitting there, my husband like won't wear his seatbelt and he, he's really like, he reminds me of a child sometimes and I love him so much, but he's so resistant. Him and Milo are like freaking bro brothers. Like anything, like he's even told me lately, I don't like it. When you tell me what to do, that's what he says. I'm like, what are, what is going on? Like, where your freaking seatbelt? And then he's like listening to the ranting and the ramblings of the radio, just like programming your mind, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ah, just like doing that off. And I'm just sitting there trying to hold space without being this like passive aggressive. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, it was going well. I was, I feel like. I am really working on loving my husband unconditionally without judgment. Isn't that something that is like, you would feel like it's a given, but I've been really struggling with that with a lot of judgment and I just am like holding space for it. Okay. So as you know, sidetrack, sidetrack, sidetrack. It's like, have you ever read those Captain Underpants? books. I've been reading those with my kids. It's like, before I tell you this story, I've got to tell you this story. That's how this podcast, I think that's how, that's how it goes. That's how life is. Okay. So back to yesterday. So Junie and I are like, had this really beautiful talk and I got to express to her how I really want to encourage her to be a decisive person and to also take care of herself and not worry about everyone else that if you're not feeling good, that you need to take care of yourself because she said something like, you just want me to push through. And I do do that sometimes. And Rex does that really bad. And I feel like we are so trained in our society to just push through, keep going, keep grinding. It's like, no, slow down, take care of yourself. If the pandemic taught us anything, it taught us that to take care of ourselves. If you're feeling under the weather, like just let yourself be like, take care of yourself. And so Junie is having this just like sinus pressure headache. And I just told her to come with Luna, her puppy in the car and we could set her up like bed and she could have her books and she could listen to a book. And so she brings off her things and her snacks and we head down and oh my gosh, the drive is beautiful because that day this week where the frosty the ice came, it made probably like 70% of the tree's leaves drop, which is like sad. It's sad. And also just this innate part of nature that nature can teach us that, right, we can change and transform our colors. And then when it's time, it's time to let them go. Like you don't have to hold on, but, but driving down to the valley in an Estes, we call Fort Collins, the valley. I know people from Fort Collins get annoyed at that, but that's what all the mountain folk call it. 
and we don't even talk like that. We don't say folk or anything. <laughs> so we're driving down, and it is a beautiful day. Like yesterday was so gorgeous. It was like the idealistic fall day. It was like 75. It was 80 by the time you left yesterday down in Fort Collins. And oh my gosh, the trees are just in full bloom down there. Just so freaking gorgeous, even with all the traffic and all of the people, all the crazy energy. There's so much beauty. And so yesterday I get to the first house, which is like that more um, in the college neighborhood house that has been completely revamped. And it didn't feel like the energy just felt kind of stagnant and heavy. And it was, it was actually like really fun and awesome. And my sister met me there and I got to give her a hug and a kiss for a few minutes. And she showed me the property and it was really fun. It was like, I got to travel to work for the day and I got paid and I show up in this house and it it's interesting how sometimes self-doubt comes in. It's like, Oh, you can't do these things. Blah, 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 blah. And my friend Sage that I shared with on the last podcast is a dowser and I'm going to get into dowsing. It's energy clearing with these, these dowsing rods. I, I feel like they kind of open up these portals and they help move things that don't want to move, but I didn't have that. And in my mind, it was like, Oh my gosh, I can't do this. I'm like, I clear houses all the time. I've been doing this for like five years. Like, yes, you can do this. I grabbed, like I filled up a, a bag filled up with all of my magical things I told you. And I grabbed all of my, my things and after my sister left, I, I went to the front door and I just sent this house so much love and light. And I called on my spirit guides and guardian angels and this beautiful white feather that Jack found for me that I actually tied a piece of leather and some wooden on just to bring some more earthy elements into it. I used that to sage or some call it smudge the house. And I mean, it was a pretty substantial size house. Like to think of in my mind probably at least 2,000 square feet just like real cozy and but kind of like really cut up um, and very elongated house and so I started the clearing and I called my guardian angels and spirit guides and I kept really sending this intention to ground my energy into the earth and to protect my energy and to not allow any energy in because my friend sage not sage the sage bush the one from the dowsing she told me that one time her and a friend went to some property that they later found out was an ancient Indian burial ground and they were trying to locate a water well that's usually like a spring or like water lines that's what dowsing kind of where it started originated from and she shared with me that for the next two years that she off and on struggled with this intense pain in her heart that she knew was from this dowsing that she did not have permission to be on the land. And she also had a friend that did it with her that within, I think she said a few days, the friend had a heart attack and they were like, strangey, like very crazily like related to that. So when you're doing energy work, you want to be really careful to protect your energy because some energies can get a little fussy. So I really was yesterday, like even in my sleep the night before it was funny, I like woke up and was like, I'm so protected, I'm protected, and, but it's funny how sometimes fear arises, and I had to let that go, like, no, I'm showing up, and I'm gonna help cleanse the energy out of these houses, this is something I just, like, I do for myself, I do for my sisters, or friends, or anyone who asks, and 
I actually, through my master's Reiki, we actually took a course, like we had a thing on house clearing and house cleansing. And so I actually am certified in this, not that that matters, but sometimes it does. It's helpful to know. And so I have the sage and one of my beautiful soul sisters went to the West Coast and she brought me back this beautiful oyster shell because traditionally when you're saging, it's like the element of ocean and that kind of holds and collects the sage. Um, but I have, I have this huge, fat, giant like sage and it just kind of like amber. So I wanted to be careful that I obviously wasn't like omitting amber ash on the carpet or the new floor. So I had it in this pot and just like going around to each room with positive intention and love to cleanse and clear. And I give great gratitude to Native American culture and to the sagebrush and just so much gratitude and so much love. And I have these like removing negative energy vibes, uh, frequencies that I listen to on YouTube. So I just put that on in like full blast and the frequency is said to help cleanse and clear any like stagnant, low vibrational energy that you just can turn on if you're feeling like mm, the energy is just feeling gross in here. Or think of if you've ever had like my whole thing with Junie, like that was in my car and I'm thinking of this right now. I'm like, I need to sage my car. Like that energy doesn't just like magically disappear. I wish it did. It would be so great if it did. But what usually happens is it gets stuck, especially in our homes. And if we have a lot of clutter, that gross energy from that fight or that argument or that guilt or that shame or that blame or whatever, just kind of like shoves in spaces in our houses and it collects. And then we walk by it and then we like get more of it and it's yucky. And we don't want that. So think of like this house that I was doing this clearing on, like I don't know who lived in it before, but even all the construction workers in and out of there and all of their energies, like it's really important for us to clear the space that we live in. And even like me, I'm thinking I haven't cleared, like I do an intentional clearing, like I'm going to call my guides and angels. I'm going to clear the energy of my house and I'll do that. But I haven't done a big cleanse like I did on this house in like a year and a half. So in your house, maybe you can notice if there's spaces. Like I know my hallway collects weird, weird energy. I have this downstairs hallway that's really narrow and it is like, it has some weird energy always. And I'm like, no, get out of my house. You are not welcome here. So open the windows, clear the space. Oh, and that is the key too, is when you are clearing energy, right? Protect your energy. You want to open a window in every single room and you can do this clearing on your own. Like you don't have to hire a energy clearer, but if you can, if you know anyone in your area, it would be awesome. Or you can, I'm like a DIY kind of person. I like to do things myself. So I'm like, okay, where can I get sage from? And I always get sage from this beautiful, like Nepali shop, downtown Fort Collins. They just have, it's just like the energy of the shop. It's just beautiful. And I, I love to help support them because they are from India and it's just, I love that space. And so then you can go around and you don't have to have the feather. The feather is a new thing that I adopted this summer. That's more um, kind of that Native American tradition, which I feel like deep in my ancestral roots that maybe one of my past lives I had to have had some Native American past lineage because I just feel like with my drum and with the sage and the feather, it just feels organic and it feels at home. 
which is magical. And I'm so grateful. So, so, so grateful. And so what you, like if you, maybe I need to, I'll give you a little kind of like runner course is I started in like the heart of the home, like around the front door and I take the feather and you just kind of sweep it and you just send the intention and that like that positive energy or the smoke energy that helps remove the negative, the negative energies. And then you just kind of sweep from corner to corner, from wall to wall. And you just be intuitive with it because, you know, like in this house, there's like a big break that goes into the dining room. Well, I didn't feel called to go through that. I felt called to go through the entire living room first. And I did the entire living room. I did the windows and then I moved as I felt called to into the bedrooms and the closets and closets are always a wonky space and bedrooms are definitely a wonky space because that's where we sleep. That's where we really allow our vulnerability. And so I was like, moving, moving, moving. This is the first house that was like, just like stagnant energy. And I mean, it took a while moving through the whole house, staging the whole house properly. I opened all of the cabinets. I opened all of the drawers and this is something that if you do, that you want to physically clean and organize your house first, because if you're just staging on top of mess and yellow piles of socks and dishes, those dirty spaces are still going to hold the energy. Maybe the space around it will cleanse and clear, but then once you do clean, physical clean, then you'll actually redisperse that energy. So I recommend if you do want to do a nice proper house clearing, that you clean up first, like, and when you clean up, what do you do? Like you're moving energy. You're like flowing through stuff. You're like, and then there's that like beautiful, like self gratification where you're like, dang, I did that. And that feels good. Like I cleaned that up. Like it is insane how messy our house gets. Like yesterday I was gone all day. And when we got back, I have no idea how this even happened, but the house was just like, I'm not even kidding you, like trash, trash, trash. Like the kitchen was trashed. I couldn't even like comprehend. And everyone's like, we were gone all day. I'm like, I was, we were all gone all day, but it was just like the morning mess of like frazzling and everyone getting their stuff together and leaving their stuff and leaving their dishes. It's like, if there's five people and everyone leaves like seven things around, like that's a lot of things happening. Ah, ah, it's messes are crazy, but okay. So back to the energy clearing of this house. So I saged everything. And this first house was like, it was interesting because I saw a total like college boy come out. And I, when I was Junie actually had my drum and she was drumming and my drum is huge. It's like a two foot white Buffalo drum. And it is powerful sound, powerful. And like, it's like boisterous. Boom. You've heard it. I've like played for you on here. And I could see, I saw like two guys outside like from different houses. I'm like, oh, this is like so funny. It's like such a really young, like that college vibey neighborhood looking. And I just had to let go. I'm like, I don't care what people think about me or what I'm doing. I'm actually here. I'm doing a job. I was hired here. So I get through all of the saging in the house. And then I do this Epsom salt and rubbing alcohol. It is like the remover of like the gross scuddy scuddy energies but you have to be careful because the flames can get big and I had my pan and it was probably like a I don't know it was like a an oversized like saucepan that was like deep and you like pile up your Epsom salt and then you put a little rubbing alcohol and then I use like a a towel like a hand towel to hold on to and then you light it but 
sometimes it can be a stinker. And this house actually went really well with that. But the flames will sometimes jump and grow huge when there is some insane energy. So I, that happened and I just had to like bring it into the kitchen sink. I was like, okay, I'm going to let this like chill out. And I was just kind of like bringing the smoke into the room, just like dispersing it all over. And then it like chilled out so I could go to the basement and do this Epsom salt. It's like this fire ceremony, almost like where you're really removing these impurities with the salt because there's something magical about salt. If you've seen the new Hocus Pocus on Disney Plus, watch it. It was actually really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Hocus Pocus 2, <laughs> where the girls have like the salt and they make like the circle with salt. I don't know what exactly what it is, but there's something with salt and yucky energy that it doesn't like and it helps clear it. And you add that element of fire and it's like, boom, see you later. See you never. Goodbye. So then I do that all around the whole house, like literally every room, all of the walls, all of the corners, go around, do, 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 go around, go around, go around. And then it's time to drum the buffalo drum. And so it's so amazing, this buffalo drum that I have just obviously manifested and brought into my life and just these like vibrations and you just like, I organically just play the buffalo drum. And then I was feeling really called towards this mantra that's like expanding the heart center like filling the house with love and light because where we live, like we want this house to feel loving. We want it to feel safe. It's where we sleep. It's where we slumber. It's where we grow. It's where we are. It's where we live. And so I was singing them. It goes, it goes, Ad gude name, jugai gude name, sat gude name, ziri guru de name. And then I just would sing it over and over. And I kept singing that and drumming throughout the whole house and it's interesting, like in some spaces where I could feel the energy, just like you just rhythmically like boom, 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 and move through the house that way. And then I went through with a little metal singing bowl that is more of like the sound of your intuition and your connection. It just is like a really angelic, beautiful, high pitched frequency where I would ring the singing bowl and then circulate and especially when you're coming to like, um, think of like your vents in your house and like those eaves in the hallways where it's like, oh, those cluster up the energy. So really I'm like, I would ring seven times, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, ring, 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 go around, go around, go around. And then I got around the whole house under these stairs with some very interesting low energy that I'm like, just sending love, sending love, sending love, singing this mantra. And then I kept saying like, I'm love, I'm love, I'm love, I'm light, I'm like filling this house with a vibration of love and it was interesting at one point I got to the kitchen in this first house it's like this the front door was lime green I'm not kidding like bright lime green like so we're gonna call it the lime green house and I was in the kitchen just like imagining people cooking and eating and just filling the space with a vibration of love and I was sending that through the whole house and so I get down with the singing bowl and then I have the tuning forks and I mean I could spend like two hours tuning forking, tuning forking, tuning fork the house, but I only had two hours for each house. So I chose 
the root chakra, the muladhara chakra, which is our chakra for trust and safety, which is so essential in our home. We want our home to feel safe. We want to trust this space. And then I did the anahata, the heart chakra, which is for love and healing. And so I took both of those and then I just attuned, aligned. It was like a tuning fork attunement to the house just over the windows and in the mirrors and just like really realigning the vibration of the house. And it was beautiful. And I finished that up and then I just, again, was sending so much love and light and I gave gratitude to this house and gave it so much thanks. And then I tidied up all my stuff and then I bid this house farewell. And it's interesting when I do energy work, I get really hot in my armpits, really sweaty. And when you're doing energy work, you want to drink a lot of water. It's like, there's something about it that is like, you need a lot of water. So I just like chug water. Julia was being funny. Like I could see her in the car and she came in a few times and she helped drum a little bit, but she was like listening to Taylor Swift singing. And she was like, she was feeling a little bit better, I think, in the car, and she had Luna, and she was she was being an interesting little genie bug, like, being herself, and then we go to the next house, and I just already knew, like, I already knew that this house had some, some energy in it, and I knew that two people had passed away, and most likely that their energy is probably, like, was still in the home, and I was really just, like, again, protecting my energy, rooting my energy into the ground, really protecting myself, being connected. And usually when I do Reiki, it's like, I feel like a conduit through my head to my hands. And this time I was like, I'm just going to put like the open conduit outside. Like I don't want to be open to any of this energy. And especially, I don't know if I shared with you, I was reaching out to my friend Sage who had done that clearing at that creepy spooky house. And she said she was exhausted when she came home and she had found two negative 10 entities from the house that were latched onto her energy. And I was like, that's really interesting because I've been feeling really tired ever since we stayed at that house like two weeks ago. And I have not been feeling my best self and I've been feeling really cranky. And then I was like, oh my gosh, maybe I picked up on energy or entities from that house. <laughs> and then, so like that night I was like guardian angel spirit guides, like if there's any yucky energies or low vibes from that house, like you are not welcome here. Leave. And you snap and I'm like, leave, go, go, go. So like, I am not opening my energy up to like absorbing other things. And so we, this house, like go in there and you could just feel it. It is just like heavy, no matter how protected your energy is. It's like heavy and it's sad. It's like sad. And my sister like staged it and it looked really cute what she did with it. And there was like someone painting out front and someone working in the closet and someone working with the lights. And there was just, there was people like working everywhere. And I was like, Oh, this is going to put a whole new kind of thing on me. Because again, it's like, ah, that judgment piece. Like people are going to see what I'm doing. Yes. I'm doing all of these things. Like I use fire. I use smoke. I use sound. I use mantra. I am. And my sister actually arrived with, um, the realtor who was listing the house and I shook his hand and we walk up and they're calling it the hoarder house. And I was like, Junie said that we need to change the name of the house because you're giving this house really bad energy by calling it the hoarder house. And they're like, it's hard because it is the hoarder house. <laughs> it was the house that was filled from like floor to ceiling with 
literally just stuff and boxes and trash and crap. And it took them an entire month to get rid of it. And apparently they just like took piles and piles and piles of stuff and they put it on the front porch and they just put free signs and like it was covered in like mouse droppings and people literally just picked and like scavenged. My sister said that it was, she's like, it was kind of sad and like, what the heck that people were just like taking all of this woman's hoarder stuff just and then it was gone and it took them a very long time. Like they had to kills the floors in the basement because the entire basement, which the vibe again of the basement, just like the structure, it's so weird. Like the stairs are narrow and steep and you have to like, I'm five foot nine. So I'm like a little bit taller, but you have to like crouch your head to the side so you don't whack your head through this really narrow, like already physically creepy space. And so my sister was lovely and I was like, she's like, do you want people to leave? I'm like, well, honestly, I don't feel like I'm going to do as good of a job if there's all of these workers here. I'll feel like a little inhibited to do all of the things. And then she was really sweet and she had the realtor ask the people to leave. And one guy stayed around for a little bit and Amy, my sister was telling him like, so she does use fire and smoke and drumming. And he goes, he said something. And then he's like, yeah, I did some sort of like past life regression. And he's like a carpenter, like working on the floors. And it was really cool. And she's like, see, everyone's fine. And the owner of the real estate company is like, she said, like, he's really into this. Like he really wants you to help like this house and like help the energy of this house. And so I like, I go in there and I tell Junie, I'm like, Junie, don't come in this house. Like, I don't want you to come in this house until I have like some good, like clearing done. Cause I could just feel it. And so I kind of, I go back to this back room and try to like set my stuff. And my sister's like, do you want me to stay with you? I'm like, no, you're fine. You go, 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 go. I've got this. And so I start with the sage and I have the sage and the, the feather. And this is the hoarder house, which unfortunately, like, I don't want to call it that. I'm trying to send this house so much love. And I just kept feeling this like immense sadness, like so sad. I could just, I could feel the weight of this woman's heart. I could feel how oh, it was, she had a very hard life and she held on. She held on to everything so much, so much. She held, she held onto all of this stuff inside and outside. And oh, it was like, I was moving room to room and the room that she passed in, I was like, I could just feel the heaviness and all the windows were luckily already open and I like got around and I was saging and I sage and I, I was just, I kept singing that mantra. Sending the sage. And I kept singing that over, over. It was like love. And then I was like, expand the heart, love, love, like move this energy, move this energy. And it was crazy. I like got from the bedroom, gives me goosebumps. It makes me want to tear up right now in the bathroom and down the hallway in the bedroom and the living room. And I was like, oh, I just felt so sad. It makes me want to cry right now. It's like, I felt so sad. I'm like moving and in the kitchen and all the cabinets are open and just all of a sudden the smoke just starts like, of the sage. Like I haven't seen a sage light up like that. And it was, so then I'm like, okay, I have got to move this smoke around. And I'm like moving the sage around like, oh my gosh, ah, the house really needed it. The house was like, need it, need it, need it, need it, need it. Then I just re, it gives me goosebumps everywhere. And then I go down into the basement. It's like, 
and the lights, of course, won't work. And you're down in like an already creepy basement with this energy. But I was like, I'm sending you love. I'm here with love. I'm, I love you house. I'm sending you love. And I had this like intention to kind of open this portal to help any energies, like perhaps this woman's energy or her husband's soul that might be stuck or trapped in this house. I was like, with love, I send you, I, I allow you to go on to your next life, to go on to, to wherever you need to go next with love, with love, with love, with love, with love, with love. And it's like goosebumps, goosebumps, goosebumps. And just going through this freaking basement that I know, I know that it was literally filled from floor to ceiling with just stuff. And the most random weird cabinets and there's like a weird like stand-up shower down there that was like plugged in that's like standing on like three sets of bricks and weird accordion doors and just like I send you love I good enough it was like that mantra was like so powerful like moving 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 and then I get through all the sage and it was like really smoky. And I was like, I need to go back up to this bedroom where this woman passed away. And I like go up there. I'm like, like, I love you. Like you are free. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You're safe. Like go where you need to go. And so I get the Epsom salts and the alcohol and I like build it up like a little mountain, like kind of flatten it out at the alcohol and I try to light it. This goes on for like 15 freaking minutes where I'm like, rebuilding up the Epsom salt and I've only ever had this happen one time in my cousin's house but we later found out that the it was like a husband held his wife like I don't he didn't like kidnap her but he like held her at gunpoint be like without her wanting him to and doing horrible things to her inside of the house and the energy like the same thing happened in this house like I could not freaking light it and I was like oh the energy was tough like the energy was like, no, you cannot do that here. And I was like trying to respect that of the house. And I was like, well, I need something like I need some fire. So I had all these polysanto sticks and I like got one and I lit it. And then I took two other ones and I kind of like stacked them in a triangle on top of the, the, um, why can't I think the, this is my brain right now, the Epsom salt and the, the alcohol. And then I just kept taking, I got those like crazy lighters that are almost like those like torture ones. And so I just kept holding it. And especially in the space where she passed was like repelling it. But then the smoke just started picking up and all three of them created this beautiful fire. And I was like, with love and light, I'd good good CD. And I was like, with this thing. And the one gentleman was in the house and then he left, which I was actually really grateful for because I did still feel like a little inhibited, like in the space. He was in the living room, which apparently was where she, the woman was like at a lot. I don't know why, but I keep thinking of the woman from What's Eating Gilbert Grape, but that's not her. The, the mother of that story. <sighs> and I'm just like going around with all this smoke and just like sending it and sending it and just like loving, loving, like, please move, please move, please move. Like you do not have to stay here. And it worked actually pretty good. And I kept taking that fire starter and trying to light some of the Epsom salts. So we were getting at least some of that healing property. Oh, and what I actually did do first was I took selenite, which is a magical cleansing crystal. And I put a selenite in every single room all the way around the house. 
which is very, very powerful energy that helps cleanse and clear and detoxify. It's like a moon magic crystal and it naturally just like purifies the air. And when I wear selenite, like it feels like you have this force field of like 12 feet around you magic bubble of like protection. And I actually wore my selenite bracelet yesterday there too. So I had that energy. So then we did the Palo Santo and then the drumming came and it was like beautiful and intense and wow, I felt like I helped move and like break up and just encourage just so much light with that drumming. I'm just, I'm so grateful for the drum. Like, and I was like sweating and feeling these rushes and it was like, I went from like sadness and you could, I could feel like the frustration of the home, even though it's like, I have a protection bubble, but I could feel like these were kind of waves. It was like, like shifting and what I feel like the buffalo drum does, that drumming, is it really just like rattles up that energy. And it's this powerful vibration that this drum that I have is so big and so powerful. And I don't know if I shared it with you because I probably didn't. But I've been putting it out in the universe that I wanted like a magical feather, which I've actually manifested three. And the other day, what was in my yard? A freaking beautiful, like 12 inch long hawk feather, solo hawk feather, just like laying in my yard. And so I took this beautiful hawk feather with, I didn't take it with gratitude. I received it because it was a gift. I know it was a gift from the universe. And I, I wound it on my mallet of my buffalo drum. I already have actually a crow feather and now I have a hawk feather and I have an amethyst crystal and the mallet is made of wood and also it has buffalo suede on top of it or not suede buffalo um hide so it's very powerful so it's using these powerful energies from the earth and it's my one of my spirit animals the hawk and just these vibrations you can just feel it and it was interesting in the kitchen i mean it was like an old rattly kitchen but you could feel just it was like the vibration just went out it was like you could you know when like glass kind of hits like that. It was like I was drumming the buffalo drum. It gave me so much ah, just like breaking up all this energy in the kitchen and in the basement. And I was again singing I just over and over. And then I would say, I am love, I am love, I am love. And then Junie came in at that point. And I was like, Junie, you need to keep yourself protected. And so she got the tuning forks. And then she was doing that and I did the drumming and then I went around with a singing bowl and that was so beautiful. Like that high pitched, beautiful vibration, just like it's so angelic and it does just connect you with like that spirit realm of like love and pure, unconditional love and light. And I went around and rang, rang, rang and vibrated that. And then I did the tuning forks again. I was like, this house needs love. And this house needs safety. So it was the muladhara, the root chakra, and then the heart chakra. Just zoom going through and almost like breaking up and retuning the vibration of the energy of the home. And then I finished with Palo Santo, which is that beautiful ancient say not say sage is to remove negative energy, but um, wood that helps put positive energy, positive vibrations back in and and this time I was kind of closing up everything and I was gathering the sit, the selenite and just saying, I love you. I love you. I love you. And I was filling this home with just so much love. It like makes me want to cry. It was really beautiful. It was like moving this like super sad energy of this house 
and like the anger and the frustration. And then it was like, it ended, it felt very loving and it felt very light. And I feel so freaking grateful that, that the universe brought that to me, that I had the opportunity to help realign the energy of this house and hopefully the most perfect family will find both of these houses and these houses will have so much love so much love to give so much space to hold and it's just like us it's like we can be wounded and have these really dark experiences and lose people that we love but it doesn't have to ruin us it doesn't have to make us this dark scary heavy energy just like these houses these like houses that were at one time this probably really loving amazing space for like children to grow up and families to grow together and to have hard times together and then come back together with love <sighs> it is making me i'm feeling very emotional about this which i didn't even realize like it was a really like profound experience and i'm so grateful that i'm so grateful that I just like come back to my life today and my kids are home from school given they have interrupted me three times in here and my closet opens really loud so it's fine it is what it is and there's just these beautiful moments where my kids were just out there and they're like carving the pumpkins and I put on some like this fall screensaver with this like beautiful instrumental music and it's kind of windy and chilly and have the fireplace on and like oh it was like to have all three of my kids back at home like I homeschooled them for two years and it has been this like piece of me that I've been having to just like oh, let go of and knowing that it's like I don't have to let go like they're still my boys and my children and know my beautiful soul sisters that like life really is here happening for us not to us and all of these experiences these big huge ones like I went to a wedding last week two weeks ago where it was like oh my gosh that's such a life-changing event to these small imperfect moments where you just stop and you stare and you watch your children and you just see whatever it is even if they're mad or angry or frustrated or this is the one that always is like I'm so bored I'm like you're not like be bored then what does that feel like what does it feel like to be bored or like, I love watching my children create. It's, like, my favorite. And my kids have been, like, we have to read for school, which we, I didn't do a really good job this summer at reading. So we've been, like, making up a lot of reading. But Jack is just, like, I, I hate to say the word, like, killing me. He's just, like, oh, my gosh, my heart is just, like, melted butter. Like, when he reads, he's the most sweet, adorable. And he's, like, he licks his lips and sticks his tongue out. And he's, like trying to really like pronounce the words and just like seeing him explore like new territories and then when he understands it it's like that is beautiful and by me not homeschooling my kids it doesn't mean I'm missing out on all of that because it's still here and it's still abundant and and life is so freaking abundant like no matter what I know I get so sometimes like caught up in what I'm not doing or what I need to be doing or should be doing. And it's like, no, right now, Shelly, like this is what you need to be doing. I need to be here showing up, talking to my soul sisters, giving my full heart, or I need to go back out there with my kids and show up the best. And even if it's in those like shitty moments where everyone's yelling at each other or Jack 
punches Milo in the balls, and then Milo goes down, and then Milo punches him in the back. It's like, ah, like we have to show up for it all in these messy, perfectly imperfect moments of life. Like, this is our life, and everything that you are experiencing today, big and small, it matters. It freaking matters. Do the work of your heart today. Like, show up in your heart. How can you be kinder today? How can you be more grateful for what is your beautiful life today? How, how can you be grateful? Could it be by giving gratitude? Could it be by showing someone or telling someone how grateful you are for them? Could it be, what could it be? Anything. Just being present by not worrying about what's going to happen next or tomorrow or next year, next week, or what happened yesterday by just being here. Like how many times a day do you find yourself in that like toxic anxiety loop? Ugh, I found my, I found myself like legitimately three days ago, I spent almost an entire day in a state of like anxiety. And then I also realized that I had drank like so much coffee and it was like, this combination of the caffeine and then I was just worrying about everything. It was like the smallest things like, oh my gosh, what am I going to make for dinner? Oh, it's so overwhelming. Oh my gosh, the kitchen's so messy. Oh. And I felt myself, I found myself in that. And it was like, okay, I noticed this. Like that night, I just like went to bed early. I was like, I just have to sleep. I do that a lot. Like after I put the kids to bed, I'm like, no shows for you, Shelly. You need to just sleep. Like, I woke up in the morning and I was like, okay. I noticed that I was experiencing like constant anxiety yesterday. Like, it was constant. And I acknowledge it. I held space for it and I choose again. And I noticed it was because I just, I got stuck. I got stuck in that cycle. And, right, we're all perfectly imperfect and we have to acknowledge what's going on in our lives. So we can't just ignore it and shove it down and be like, oh, well, that just happened. Like, okay, I see that. I can, okay, I can tell that I cannot have like three cups of coffee. Like one is probably my limit and I actually haven't had coffee in two days because of that. <laughs> so know, know that like we are greatly affected by what we eat and by our environment, what we put on our skin, what we ingest in our body what we wash our hair with, what we wash our hands with, like it's all a part of the cycle. It's, it's crazy. And it's kind of a lot to think of, but like we are all heavily influenced by everything. Everything is energy. Just know that like everything is energy. You are an energetic being. The speaker that you're listening through, that's energy. It's energy vibration vibrating out what you're seeing right now. You're seeing energy vibrating. And if you could slow down enough, you would see it was actually moving. It's like very magical. Even I'm like in my closet filled with clothes. All of these clothes are energy. So remembering that the energy that we are in is the energy that's going to surround us. So when we are stuck in those anxious days, when maybe we can get a, a breath of fresh air, we can remember, oh my gosh, I need to breathe. I need to really focus on, I'm really worrying about everything right now. I'm having immense fear. I'm experiencing immense fear. This fear is not me. I don't have to hold on to it <sighs> and just allow and remember there's so many different self care practices or tools when we are feeling like stuck in that anxiety or like even, you know, like doing these energy clearings. I got home and 
I could feel like I was taking on some of the energy and I got a headache and I was feeling drained. And then of course I'm like, oh gosh, did I take on some of that lady's energy? And then I was like, nope, guardian angel, spirit guides, I cleanse and clear through all time, space, reality, and dimension. You leave. I command you to leave. Like, ah, clearing my energy. So maybe a self-care practice for you today could be to do an intentional energy clearing. And that is just with your intention from your heart, not your ego, from your heart, from the space of love and light that resides within you. You can call on your spirit guides, guardian angels, or God, or whatever resonates in your heart with you. And you say, please help me cleanse and clear. And I imagine almost like a beautiful white shower of light coming down and almost like spiraling down my head, eyes, nose, ears, spiraling down the mouth, down the chin, throat spiraling to the shoulders, heart spiraling down through the breast and the solar plexus, all the way down the belly to the hips, spiraling all the way down the legs, knees, calves, shins, all the way down to the ankles, feet, into the toes, sprinkling down into the earth. And then from the earth, you can imagine this beautiful light, showering light down, and then you can imagine that energy just sends up with love from Mother Earth and that loving energy and really helps clear whatever it is, that yucky, stagnant stuff that you've been holding on to. Because know that, right, the, as these energetic beings that whether we resonate with being an empath or not, that we are all empaths in some way. That if we have people we love, we cannot help but feel what they're feeling or take on what they take on. It's just our human nature. We were meant to be these big feelers. We are all big feelers. And knowing that having a practice where you can help clear your energy, or if it's if you have a special crystal that you know that is a really nice cleansing crystal. Like I sleep with selenite under my pillow every night because I know it helps raise my vibrations and it helps clear the energy. And I have selenite on all my kids' pillows. I just do. Like I know it's something that they need. So maybe perhaps you could do something that could help you with clearing your energy. And maybe I put that little kind of like idea in your mind about doing an energy clearing on your home. And so remember that that just entails first you to clean the physical space to get some order. Like, of course, you don't have to order every single thing. I've cleared the energy of my house and maybe my, I had my, everything else together in my closet maybe was a mess. I'm like, you know what? I went through a year where I was like, retreat, retreat, retreat from my closet. And that's fine. And I actually have gotten a handle on it mostly. Like, I feel like my closet is like 90% the way I want it to be. Good job, honey. But know that you have to start where you are and that intentional clearing, you can do that too. You can sit. Sometimes I'll just sit in the middle of a space and I imagine sending love and light to all of the corners and the walls and the baseboards and all of the vents and the house. And I'll go into each room and imagine that. That's a beautiful way to clear energy or, or traditional saging or smudging is always wonderful. And that can be a great way to just disperse negative energy and remembering to open a window and bid that energy farewell. You can always thank it. And then to align yourself with love. And maybe you can put your hand on your heart. And you can feel what that real unconditional love feels like. And you can grow it. And you can fill the space that you live in. The space that you slumber and sleep in. The space where maybe your children are growing up. The space where you have family dinners. The space where you are just living. 
you could fill it with love because you deserve to be surrounded and supported in a space of love. We all do. You don't want to come home and feel like, yuck. Or is there a room in your house where you're like, yeek? We all have those rooms and spaces. Right now, mine is my basement. So it's like, okay, maybe I just need to give that space love and attention. Love and attention. Oh my goodness. Okay, well, I am so grateful to be here and so grateful for you. I love you, my beautiful soul sister. And I really hope that you today can help let go of some energy that maybe you've been holding on to, some old yucky stuff, or perhaps you can be open to clearing some energy in your home, to letting go of some yucky old vibes, some old things that are no longer serving you. And my beautiful soul sisters, I am really excited because I've been recording these throat chakra, Vishuddha chakra. I did one kind of mantra meditation and I did a beautiful like yoga practice on Awaken You Healing Center with Shelly. So go check it out. It's lovely. Um, the one with the mantra is that it's like my mantra jam. It's expanding at the heart center. It's really allowing ourselves to fill ourselves with love and light, to fill our hearts, our cracks, our wounds, our craters with love and light. It's beautiful. Yep. Go over to Awaken You Healing Center with Shelly on the YouTube. You can also catch me on Instagram at Awaken You Shelly Bond and Facebook Shelly Bond. My lovely book, Awaken You Shelly Bond is available on Amazon for sale. Now it is from pain to healing, a woman's way to waking up to her life. In the search bar at Amazon, it is Awaken You Shelly Bond. And if you find that, you can buy it right now, right now. You can literally click a button and Amazon will print you a book for only $15.55. It is quite a freaking magical miracle that I'm so grateful for. Please share this podcast with one person, perhaps two. You can send this out. Share, share, share. Sharing is my goal. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. And if you would, please head over to iTunes and leave Awaken You with Shelly Bond a five-star rating and a review. It means you know to me and also please I would love to hear that what you're loving about this show what you want more of what you are needing maybe what you want some help with or maybe something you want to chat then you can gmail me at awaken you shelly bond at gmail.com I would love that please